Uh. <laughs> All right, that was a bit. That was crazier than I expected. Yeah, sorry. Let me turn that down a little bit. Bro dog. Bro dog. Okay, you know what's going on. Submarine, deep dive, news action. Accidentally too close to the mic. That all that action right here. Greasy conversation. It's the name of the show you're listening to right now. We're gonna do some deep dives and some uh, dank news and zesty science and some weird stuff we have to show you. Yeah, I I wanted to just jump in the first few off the top, uh, but you'll have to this AI one. Yeah, tell me about this. I mean, this military AR did you, one. Did you dive into this? The the AI, GPT three. Uh, well, okay. So GPT, I did, and I already forgot what the dang thing is called. Why have something be this amazing and this special, and just name it like a, some letters and a number? It's like they're they're literally worried about this AI like falling into the wrong hands. Really? Yeah. So if you check out our news notes at greasyconversation.com, you can see a link to this stuff. And uh, actually. I just realized I linked to the old notes, so let me fix that real quick. Oh, did you? Watch. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. But sorry. So why why I'm doing that? Let me tell you, this generalized thing it'll like finish a story. It'll like write a fake article. Its uh, skill level at like pretending to be a human is like no other. Really? Yeah. It's by OpenAI. And. Uh, this thing, uh, the demos of it are insane. So if you check out this link, I'm about to update. Basically, you know, greaseconversation.com. You click on this episode, and there is a link to the uh, news notes, except I just am fixing it to be the ones from uh, this week instead of the copy of last week's. Yeah. But, you know, it's. I declare this be still. It's still cold open. I decided. <laughs> Bonus cold open. Right. Well, it's kind of. It's interesting that finally there's like an AI that's causing some amount of worry. There you go. Because it's always been this like the you know sci-fi horror story, and uh. Yeah. Finally, there's an AI that uh, is seriously uh, tripping some people out. Oh my gosh! I changed part of the text to be the right link and not the whole thing. Of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is real. Come over me, Greg. I can't, man. Why would you? I know I'm literally climbing over your yeah. station right now. Okay. Are we good? Did we do it? I think we did it. All right. Cool. Did you do it? So, no, oh, I'm GPT stands together. for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Thank you. So it means something. I think it's like we're going to make this name the least marketable possible to keep the eyes off this a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't even think they're worried about, like, that shit. People are just, I mean, who knows what they're planning. This is just like, I always feel like they're just developing these AIs, and they're like, yeah, this is, you know, this is just a thing, you know. This is, wait till we get to, like, the real shit. This is just a goof. We'll just, you know, fuck around on this shit. But, oh, man. Yeah. We're doing <laughs> it. We need an AI to help us with this right yeah, here. Yeah, totally. We totally need, like, artificial intelligence to do our jobs right now would be very easy. I think I could replace us with an AI pretty successfully in this moment. Yeah, you know, that might be a good idea. Just like, I'll just get a cardboard cut out of myself. And yeah. then 
Oh, we should just, you know, get the tape, the tape player. Totally. Have it behind the, the cutout. Man. You have like a, um, hold on. And, uh, and like all those sounds, you just have a library of them and like a random delay between saying them. <laughs> it's like the like emergency it. dead air filler. Right. That's uh, marketable. Oh, yeah. We got a product there. Uh, then we got this, this articles, uh, can eat fruit from the Ford Mustangs. Shrimp Ford Mustang in the frunk. Monkey's frunk. Shrimp in the frunk. So tell me, do you guys know what a frunk is? You better. Because in this new era of electric cars, there is, wow, uh, this AI thing. There is a, frunks, frunks are a thing. That's what I'm trying to say. I was trying to look at this article about the open AI thing. There's, it's not really for showing you. There's like text and stuff. Anyway, to the frunks. It's yeah. a front trunk, if you didn't already know that. But the new Mach-E, which is the new Mustang, because uh, Ford decided to give what most people want instead of, like, just the, the niche enthusiast, mm -hmm. which, I mean, Mustangs are extremely popular, but they're not as popular as, like, the idea of an all-electric SUV. Mm -hmm. That's really hip. So they're going to take a very hip brand and make it an all-electric SUV. The new Mustang is sacrilegious in both abandoning the engine and abandoning the being a car. But <laughs> to make it up to you, not uh, this front can do things that no other front can do. It has a drain and it has cooling. So you can keep shrimp cold in it and drain that grody ocean water and brine out of um, like a hole in your front. They also show it filled with uh, fried chicken, buffalo wild wings. So you can like heat and cool armloads of food in your frunk. It's like really what a frunk is for now. I just have to say, and I hope there's a lot of people out there uh, with me on this, but that word is terrible. Frunk? Yeah. It's, oh. a, it's a terrible fucking word. Well, especially for something you put food in. Like, I'm going to eat out the yeah. frunk. Yeah. Just You don't need to, like, just change. Man. It sounds like onomatopoeia for my gut. <laughs> Like, yeah, it it sounds hangs like over the belt, it goes frunk. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, got a little frunk. Yeah, it's like the result of eating is what yeah. it is. So That's Ford's terrible. killing it, though. Props to Ford. Uh, not only with this, like, I like the Mach-E concept, but also, if you haven't heard, the new Bronco. We've only been talking about that for a minute. Uh, it's so new and fresh, Doug DeMiro had to do a video on one without an engine. He got to do a video on, like, a demo one, and all the climate oh, yeah. controls didn't work. Anyway, climbing in there. Brian Gibson. I'm sorry. All the little stretchy things on that microphone came off the little hooks from us grabbing at it. Um, there you go. Too many you know, mics. Which one? Yeah, on? it's a paralyzation of choice. Yeah, ops and paralysis. Yeah. yeah, you've got to give your lady a chair. You hopped uh, in her chair, and then you got her no, mic. No, I'm just kidding, yeah. This is hilarious. Like, if you want to see the video on this, RadioVegas.rocks, people, you can go to GreasyConversation.com, too, and you'll see. Yeah, and then you uh, want to aim the logo part of the mic at you. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah if you, yep. These ones, right if you, there. they don't like talking to the sides of them. There you go. Okay, I see what All you right. mean now with the rubber band things. Yeah, sometimes yep. they, they pop off and things just keep going. <laughs> yeah. There's no time to put rubber bands back on anything around There's no here. time. There's no time. Well, we had an eventful show just now. Brian Kipson and Tiffany Slano from the Dirty Window podcast. 
replay at greasyconversation.com. That happened just before this. That was a lengthy conversation we had there. We only played a couple of songs. It was it, good. It went by. Was it good? I was worried it's too much talking. Who the hell is this? Sometimes. Uh, well, these are legends. These are people that have been on the scene for a minute yeah. and been in bands bands ago they with other legends. bands that I from bands I was in. Well, many bands ago. They near inspired their band, your favorite local bands, yeah. All over some bands with some bands nearby. Your, local, your favorite bands, favorite band type. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's who these people <laughs> yeah. were. So check out that replay for like like <laughs> core history of Las Vegas time. No, seriously, yeah, and um, a lot of good talking points there. They're great people. Great people. Great Too bad they people. came out with an album and uh, the pandemic happened. And now they just have a bunch of flyers, a bunch of CDs that they can't do anything with, you know? Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Spends all his money on books and CDs and a CD release. Nah, and it'll go to stuff. It'll go to stuff. It will. Eventually. Okay. I mean, someday in the future. Honestly. This year took an L, but next year we bounce back, to quote Big Sean. I, I can't remember the last time I interacted with a flyer that wasn't posted on Instagram. Or played music on a piece of physical media. Yeah. For me. You know, and then now he had some flyers in his car from shows he was going to do and he gave us some. So I'm happy up in here. they were here representing on Radio Vegas Rocks, getting to play their music with our licensing. Because that's yeah. how you reach me. I've like abandoned paper a minute ago. Like taking yeah. notes, I use my notes on my phone, the Google calendar Docs. thingy on there. I Google Doc right. it so hard. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, Brian, you remember the rule, right? Um, what's the rule? If Which you've one? you've got to like burp or, or cough or fart or something, just gotcha. scream while you're doing it. Gotcha. Wait, you have to turn and scream. Turn That's and scream. Yeah, not directly when you in the fart. Line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ah! Did you hear that? I didn't. Who's going to be disgusted if they're like actively worried about your yeah. safety? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? You just farted and screamed. Oh, I'm fine. I feel better now. Yeah, yeah. No, it was mostly a scream. <laughs> I just screamed from a couple holes. Came out both ends. Double scream. <laughs> Do people get disgusted about that? Uh, probably. Not if they're too concerned. People are cringing out there. Oh, it's <laughs> a fart. It's <laughs> not a fart. It's a double scream. <laughs> it's not a fart. I'm going to teach my son that. Well, it's I'm peeking over, and Greg's looking at Polybius. Have you ever heard of Polybius? Yeah, this thing is juicy, dude. Never. I love this story. Yeah, pull is that up a some trunk clips. full of chicken, or what is that? Well, I pull so up a Polybius is... That is like a trunk full of chicken, Brian. Nice. You're right. I guessed it right. <laughs> uh, so Polybius is this arcade game. Well, it's possibly a fictitious arcade game. There's no, not nice. much evidence that it actually existed. I like that. But supposedly it popped up in Portland, Oregon... Uh, in 1981, a few arcade cab cabinets went out. Instead for a few months, and there was a. They just said it had a lot of uh, adverse effects on people. Like it was very addictive, had psychoactive effects and shit. Weird. So, but there was also uh, rumors. Crazy if rumors. They played it. Yeah, shit, weird shit. Yeah. But then there was like rumors of Men in Black visiting these arcade cabinets and taking data out of it. And they started, uh, so this, this urban legend starts to spread that this was some kind of, like, government uh, experiment or something, you know, like Last yeah. Starfighter. Um, I love that. Yeah, you play the game and you just kind of, it's, you're cursed. Supposedly it left victims behind. Whoa. Yeah, so it's, but you there's, like, there's literally, the like, no evidence of it <laughs> existing. So you re there's, like, never... Uh, a copyright on it, nothing like that. So, yes, hmm. sorry to kind of spoil part of it, but it was looked into, also recently looked back into by Wang, W H A N G, mm. 
on YouTube. Uh, gotta love Justin over there. He can't find, and he's a deep diver mm-hmm. on these <laughs> internet le- lore, and he can't find anything about it before the 2000s. Wow. So there's also like little Easter eggs in the lore of it too. Like Polybius actually means like many lives in Greek. Mm. And it's a Greek, the name of a Greek historian. There's something weird about his role. I don't know why, but resounding in my mind, it's just bounced back and forth. When he brought this up, I thought of that book, uh, Baron Trump and his dog or whatever. And it's there's a sequel called The Last President. And uh, people think oh, that, that Trump, was, uh, the time yeah, traveling, yeah, shit. people yeah. think it's, it's very interesting because that person um, that wrote the book had connections with the Tesla family, Nikola Tesla, and um, that that was the part that made it weird for me. You know, maybe they did like kind of fuck around and go to yeah. the year 2015, 16. Well, the thing is, uh, compared know. to time travel or even like measuring time very accurately, <laughs> Tesla's stuff was pretty primitive. Yeah, but what's amazing is that he was able to do things that we're only barely now doing. For example, wireless transmission of power hmm. by using two tuned coils. And this isn't as witchcrafty as people might think. When yeah. you stick your toothbrush in to get charged or you use wireless charging on your phone, it's two coils that are tuned. So they're like they're the same length, same thickness, all this stuff. So they'll resonate each other. Uh, the one coil will turn electricity into magnetism. The magnetism hits the other coil and turns back into electricity. The hard part is that air gap. Because in a transformer, which like literally does the same thing on those wall warts you charge stuff with, you have an iron core for the mm-hmm. tra- for the magnetism to go through instead of just open air. Yeah. And and also there's an accuracy issue. Things have to be lined up. The co- the tuning has to be accurate for that yeah. magic to transfer. So he, he was doing that over time? a great distance, but with like a field of coil time mm-hmm. and like a handful of light bulbs. So it Can wasn't I ask not to derail it, but how useful. did he die? How did he die? Um, he, a pigeon disease. Honestly, don't remember. Pigeon disease? There's pigeons involved, and he got very wow. old. Yeah, I think he just, like, the died, from, like died from being, like, old and penniless and died <laughs> to death by... Oh, uh, well, yeah, did, like so me. many of his inventions, he declined to patent and let them just go to Westinghouse or go to whoever to yeah. get out in the world faster. Weird. Pretty, uh, like, um, nice for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was, like, more interested in, like, getting power to everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very altruistic fellow. Yeah, which nice. doesn't work in real yeah, life. Yeah, altruism isn't the best route. I mean, well, not not like for everything, you know. <laughs> There's a sweet no. spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a that's, sweet that's spot. A yeah, yeah, altruism, yeah. guys. Let me explain. <laughs> so, uh, so about this. So, players supposedly suffered from amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations from playing this game. That probably doesn't exist. Yeah, the, the, uh, apparently there's a lot of cool versions of it now that people have made as like a tribute oh, to okay. the lore. That's, That's why cool. it's a particularly fun time to bring back the legend of Polybius because you can get, uh, you can have some weird experiences and these games are spooky. Uh, How so? Is like Resident Evil spooky or like? Yeah, like purposefully Easter eggy at, at mm. times with, uh, stuff that makes it seem like this could make kids have headaches and give them superpowers <laughs> and stuff. Caesars. Caesars. It gives these kids little Caesars. Little Caesars pizza, yeah. yeah. A little $5, you know. It's in the budget. Polybius, Polybius. Yeah, it's just Polybius. like, it's weird. But this is like around the same time that movie, or the myth supposedly started. Around the same time the movie The Last Starfighter came out which is a classic, but it's about that kid who finds that arcade game and he's really good at it and then turns out 
It was an alien training device to find, like, you know, their starfighter. Damn. Classic. Which also is a lot like the plot to Orson Scott Card's um, Ender's Game. Yeah, it is similar to that. Yeah. Classic. Classic book. Movie's not bad either. Yeah, just a interesting myth. I'd never heard of this. But it's weird. It's like the first actual... Uh, it looks like the first time it was ever mentioned was in like 2003. Some dude who claimed to have worked on it sent it to like a game magazine. And they did an article on it and basically couldn't find any information on it like everyone else. But it just like kind of perpetrated itself, which is pretty interesting. But. Yeah. You guys, YouTube Red... I love it. I guess it's not called yeah. that anymore. How much is that? Like $30 a month? No. Okay. No way. It's like $8 a month. Maybe it's okay. like 11 Okay. YouTube TV is that expensive. YouTube whatever the hell. The thing where you don't have to watch ads on YouTube. That thing. Really into that. Holla. Sorry. Inside. <laughs> Damn. I was trying to find what the, the name of this. Uh, the company that supposedly made this. It. German word and translates to something relevant. Hold on. German words are the best, you know? I know, right? Very articulate. What are your favorite German words, Brian? I don't have any. Uh, they're too German for me to remember. Schadenfraud. <laughs> Schadenfraud. What is that? Scheiser. Again? Yeah, there you Scheiser. go. There you go. Tiffany's popping in. <laughs> Scheiser. Dang, mm. your camera strap looks like a guitar strap. It looks like Rivers Cuomo's cameras. Yeah, couch straps. They make camera and guitar straps. Oh, uh, I love the word couch anyway. Holla, couch couch. couch. Oh, well. Can't find, can't figure that shit out. What? Did I miss the bucket, the trunk of chicken or what's going on there? You did? A quick fill in. The okay. frunk in the new Mustang Mach E has a drain in the bottom and it'll heat and cool stuff you put in it. Uh, like the future. Gross. <laughs> That's kind of cool. But terrible. Weird. I hope that word does. God, if that word fucking catches on him out. Che I'm checking front. out, man. I'm just checking out. Fuck it. I can't deal with that shit. <laughs> yeet. I never got yeet. I finally now get it. I think they're past that. Is that like We're not eating anymore. Skeet, skeet. <laughs> no, yeet was like, yeet's like a <laughs> yeah, all around word. You guys fill me in on that. Yeah, What's yeet? the deal? Skeet, skeet is like. No, yeet originally. It's purposely fucked up, right? It doesn't make no, sense. No, just eat that to me, man. Hey, can you give me that, give me that bottle? <laughs> well, at one point, there was, there was Kanye dressed up as a, like a bottle of Fiji water. And who is the other fella dancing around as some Perrier? And there was all kinds of skeets and no yeets thrown fuck. in there. I don't know, you guys. I'm a Drake fan. I don't get time for the <laughs> skeets and yeets. No, yeet is Lil just... Wayne? It meant, uh, it like, yeah. meant just Lil like toss that, toss that to me. Is what it, then it just became like a, a word that fit everywhere and is just like a... Uh, all right. And every word that became meaningless. I uh, dissing it. Like I just fire. want... I want some backstory. It's one yeah, of those insider things that's, that's actually makes it kind of cool. That like because I don't know and it feels insidey, that's like it's cooler. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? You're like, oh, I'm kind of part of that club, the Yeet Club, you know. <laughs> right. Kind of part of that. Just making up my own words for now. Fuck I you know guys. that word. <laughs> yeah, we 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 eat. Oh, do we eat? Is there yeet available to us? This family yeets together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lost your little cord there. I did. Oh, no. oh he's out of control. Oh, no. Where did it go? There's flailing. It's so important <laughs> that Brian hears himself. I'm back. 
Really, it is, though. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's never been an episode with more mic handling noise. Half of it's me, too. I just like caressing it. Yeah, I, I'm bad with the table. I'm bad with most mic etiquette rules. Mad Mike. Mad Mike from Two Clueless Dudes. Uh, Fridays at 5. Uh, he got this mic stand, and I just can't Whoa. stop. Is that what that is? I, I came in. in, and I was like, what the hell is this? Because I was trying to put it down, and just, it flexes this back up. Yeah. Right? What is the point of that? Hollow Johnny Moscow is saying, yeet your broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeet your broccoli, kids. That's hilarious. Uh, Taryn's watching, too. Shout out to Taryn. Good Ooh. to see RJ in the chat. Thanks for helping me out, you guys. Oh, dude. Can't Seems do like you guys. You. Tell your friends. You got some... Uh, Got some participants now. Tell your pets. Seems like every week it's more and more, you know? Ideally. Ideally, yeah. Don't don't acknowledge them, they'll go away. No. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Don't scare them. We're happy they're here. Yeah, no pressure, you guys. We're not gonna make you take over the show. Uh, yeah. Right. Yet. Yet. So real quick. Real quick before Insidious oh, Part Five. Way. <laughs> All right. No, you can make, say dramatic things during the dramatic no, no. music. Um, so U.S. military is testing augmented reality goggles on dogs. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> of course. Sounds kind of silly, of but it's kind of cool. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and the dog looks kind of crazy, but... Uh, <laughs> so it's, all, it's for dog? cameras to be attached to the goggles for the human partner oh. to be able to see what the dog sees, but it's also to give dogs visual cues wow. uh, through the goggles that they can because uh, yeah, like they can't overlay. see the eyes you know you need visual cues for the goggles because their eyes don't work or like what well, are they trying well, to do well it's augmented so the dog augmented. can see like a like a bunny running around and like they oh. can make the dog run around then right into some like <laughs> bombs and stuff what? Yeah. so if you see like an IED is that the point you can be like dog go get it and then you can put like put like a like what's like something a do- like a fire dog. hydrant or something where okay. the IUD is, <laughs> so the dog can like activate it with its urine and soldiers' lives yeah. are saved. Awesome. What's the difference between augmented reality and virtual reality? Great question. With augmented reality, the dog <laughs> still sees reality. It just sees stuff added to it. Like say there's a like a grenade or something to disarm or, or jump on top of. It's a bunny. It'll be like a cat acting <laughs> playful or something like that. A laser. <laughs> it's like the base the idea yeah, with a laser. Google Glasses. When those are going to be a thing? They're not, though, right? Because they've been fucking with that idea since, like, 14. I think, I think they, they squashed that. Well, yeah, they, they got to do it forward. cool. The yeah. problem with Google Glasses was a little bit, like, too nerdy. pretentious and stick-out-y. And, too yeah. obvious. You gotta, Smug. Like, you got to record They're it. They're yeah, ugly. And you have to dorky. wink at people and take pictures. So you're winking and stealing pictures. <laughs> and you look like an idiot in all the family photos. You know there's yeah. one guy out there, though, that, like, <laughs> is so still committed to the oh, yeah. first generation <laughs> Google Glass. Still wears it all the time. For sure. I got he the was prototype. like a tester. He was a, yeah, he got the prototype and just I dropped matter. off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> he just totally went I was went chosen. <laughs> what up, Taryn? What up, Bach? Hey. Yeah, we got some help in the chat this time. Nice, Loving dude. it. dude. All right, so, should we, do, uh, uh, should we dog- pay our... Sorry. The yeah. dogs are hilarious. <laughs> I just had to say that. They're yeah, really just funny looking to look around, at. chasing imaginary right. birds. And then, yeah. But they also mentioned that they want to make some for small dogs. Good boy. Is it terrified with that over its face? Oh, yeah. This dog's yeah, into it. it. He loves yeah. it. Look at him. Loves it. Look he's at watching him. a movie. Look at him. Like he's he's supposed to be working. He's watching uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching that one movie where they like slurp the spaghetti and kiss. Uh, he lady like, in the tramp. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lady, lady in the tramp. Yeah. 
That's uh, <laughs> that's the tramp right there. That's a Disney staple. Yeah, I don't too. know what the hell. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. All right, All right. should we? Uh, it's it's John Benjamin time. Billy Mays. Yeah. Hey, Real Vegas Rocks listeners. It's your favorite habitual line stepper, Sober Sal from the Not Playing Stupid podcast. For those who know me, I'm all about barbecue. The problem I was running into is finding a place when I'm out of town that is one, amazing, and two, won't cut into my drinking money. So next time you're in Vegas, you gotta check out Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Jesse Ray's Barbecue is an award-winning barbecue joint that serves Vegas's best slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and my favorite, brisket. Trust me when I say it's not just good, it's delicious. So before you blow your kid's college fund at the roulette wheel, or marry the chicken mint five hours ago while playing Keno, make sure you do on a full happy stomach at Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Casino. Mention you heard this ad from my show, and you get a free punch in the mouth from sweet old Jesse Ray herself. Mm-mm, that has got some kick. So don't forget Jesse Ray's Barbecue, where they're all about that butt. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-959-6348 That's 800-959-6348 Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Podcasts. That's my favorite way to misspeak the word podcast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast. I think we had a season one episode where we used podcast as much as possible. Oh, we used to say that back in the car. You guys spread on some podcast. You're listening to Greasy Conversation, the podcast to tell your friends about. Uh, you know, from coast to podcast, from our. Uh, our friends home to your home near other homes homely and uh we couldn't do without you uh, by the way tell your friends all right so some po- some uh positive news that's kind of cute some positive this, news this little uh a little rat named magawa is being awarded a gold medal uh, he does work in Can- he actually does work in Cambodia. Uh, he's been detecting landmines and has just helps clear out hundreds, thousands. I can't remember what the name is or what the amount is, but tons of them. He's doing it for a while. So oh man, I was rat. joking about the dogs being used for that, but this rat <laughs> actually is used for that. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's fucking so good at it. Shoot alert. 
Look at this cute time. Alert. Cute alert. Cute alert, you guys. We are coming with uh, cute wildlife news this this yeah. week. Adorable. Check Rats back some past. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, past. I was just saying, past episodes have hella cute animals too. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> Rats are the best uh, pets, but they leave you so fast. It's I like know. Two Aww. years max. And they get so smart in that time, too. Like, they'll, they'll train themselves if you don't train them. I have the saddest story about one of my pet rats dying. So um, he cr- climbed out of his... I had his cage on the floor. I knew he, he was, like, breathing heavy. I knew it was ending. He was going to be gone. Oh, God. So. <laughs> <laughs> God I, I knew it was ending. Yeah, I knew it was ending. <laughs> I was laying on the floor next to his cage. He climbs out of his cage really slow. He climbs up onto my he stomach. He reaches up to you and falls over. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. Kind no. of. Yeah. <laughs> It's so sad, though. But he climbed up on my tummy, and he kind of just sat there breathing heavy. And I was like, oh, Oh, I love you, honey. But, yeah, that night um, he died in the cage, and then my ex had pulled him out and then disposed of him before I woke up. So I've done a Viking funeral. I always, like, think about that for pets. Like, if you go, I'm sending you off right, dude. (laughs) These rats are very large, too. Yeah, wow. Aw, look at that big old face. They look like half badger. I don't know what kind of animal they look half the of. Badger adjacent. Badger adjacent, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> kind of like a... A, a juxtaposition of... What in The Lion King? Oh, a little the meerkat. Meerkat. Yeah, meerkat, <laughs> yeah. Here's how this well, works. Lion I just King figured it out. The rats are too lightweight to trigger the mine, yeah. but they can smell TNT. That's awesome. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Aww. But you're also risking its life, right? <laughs> you are, but way less than I thought. It's such a totalitarian <laughs> yeah. imagery. You know what I mean? Like guys with masks and like um, just uniforms and they're like holding this cute little thing. But you know they're just using them for bombs. It's, it's like, wow. a beautiful video. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely going to get uh, claimed by NBC News when mid-rolls happen on like, face FaceTube. But not that I'm bitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it. Well, that's why we got to keep things going with our personal relationships with sponsors. Yeah. Because then we don't have to rely on monetizing the video unless it gets arbitrarily monetized by someone claiming it. You know, and sponsors have more of a reason than ever right now because we're reaching into like weird local musicians and you guys are bringing the cuteness hard. So, like, I don't know. It's a good circuit to be on. That's know? right. It's never been yeah. a better time to be an early adopter advantage yeah. person. Cody Levitt is really interested in, um, you know, Astrodem Records kind of because we shout him out all the time. So oh, there's yeah. just good people we're involved with. And you're a good person, Waz. And also you, Greg. You guys, like, started this. More like half. Yeah. You know, I'll throw you in there. <laughs> no. Can you but seriously, it's really great. Greasy's only, the talk show is only about three years old. The station. You guys were doing it in a car. Yeah, oh, we were doing the, in the we were doing a drive home live hashtag drive home live on Facebook. <laughs> you can totally find it. No yeah. one else claimed that. It's such well, a that's nice a really cool idea. Yeah, Waz <laughs> is ahead you of his time. You can take it over, you guys. Claim it. Yeah, he wanted to get a dash cam. Yeah. I was like, why? Yeah, do it. But that seems interesting now. Was, maybe it saves insurance money. Mm. I was thinking like no, dash cam that way, yeah, but not. towards us. Oh, I oh, don't uh, remember uh, that idea. I have oh. a lot of ideas, but it sounds like a great one I had. Yeah. You can do podcast combo while one. driving, but in a safe way because it's like mounted and you're just like. I feel like we dodged a bullet with that. Like there were some near misses. Yeah, could have. You're throwing your head back laughing. Oh, sketchy a few times. Yeah, I don't actually recommend it. Seriously. Drive home live is dangerous and cancer. No. <laughs> no longevity <laughs> with that idea. I thought for sure we were going to get pulled over when we had uh, like this elaborate 
camera mount in the corner and oh, then like God, a microphone dude. in the middle <laughs> on a shock mount. We went, we went that was hard. Crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. That's cool. And then it just kept getting more and more elaborate. Yeah. Like you had the, the blue mic. Oh, God. And then uh, there were some good moments when we had to like, we're trying to switch the camera on the phone to show <laughs> what, what's out there. But every time you did that, it like fucked up the sound. Oh. So it sounded like we were slow-mo and underwater. <laughs> which like everyone was confused and we didn't understand what's going on everyone in the yeah. chat yeah, there's like, what's wrong with you guys like, yeah. why are you guys in slow motion now yeah. there's some Pretty kind good. of bitrate issue cool. with the mic that would be really cool though like cross country trip yeah and doing the podcast that would be a good one yeah. isn't driving, it interesting how like country? boring our content has become in a way you know like it would be so cool to have like cross country driving like who the hell wants to watch someone drive cross country no I That's love this cool. point it is great it <laughs> is it's cool it's the companionship right it's the experience yeah. and yeah. It putting is. it on and like you can do other stuff while also driving cross country you can kind of escape zone a little bit see was well, you have the greatest perspective i always say this every single time and i hate it because i'm like just a one note pony or whatever but i'm so with it but yeah you have this weird oh yeah we're like hanging out content we're background content and when you yeah. say it like that it's like oh dude well, i'm yeah. so passionate about making content that doesn't just demand your full attention super yeah. hard ideally if i've got it calibrated i can fulfill your full attention yeah. if it's what you're paying attention to say like driving washing the dishes but that you don't feel like you can't be pulled away or uh, hang out or it's like NPR, water the plants. You know, when they're like, look, you need to start paying for this content. Like they're doing right now, they're doing the pledge drives. Uh, like, look, if you've been listening to us, it's time to give it up. <laughs> yo, <laughs> you know? Yo. They've been know. doing pledge drives for like every month for like the last five I years. I feel terrible like. for them. I've known a couple of people that worked for Desert Companion and they got laid off as hell. Damn. You know, they're just... They're just laying off people, and it's sad, dude. Yeah, we're yeah. like impatient NPR. <laughs> right. Yeah. No coffee sips here. We're like NPR with like uh, dark learning. Dark. <laughs> dark Unverified. Learning. Yeah. Unverified dark learning is my new podcast. Check yeah. it out. Nice. <laughs> uh, this one, I don't really care about this shit. It's but just the picture is hilarious. Because I don't want to uh, like drag Paul get political or anything, but the title is just. Uh, Peruvian shamans try to predict U.S. election winner. <laughs> and this photo right. is just like... Give me a visual. This crazy room. There's all statues of Mary and all types of religious objects. And they're doing some type of a ceremony with big pictures of Donald uh, Trump and Joe Biden. Biden kind of looked like Trump on that flag uh, that I saw right there. Yeah, just like, they look like a mixture. Like, why... Like that picture just looks nutty to me. It's hilarious. Why yeah, do they care? I, I thought it was just Trump and melted Trump. Look like, at they look creepily similar in this. On the very yeah. right, you see there's a guy with like a snake. <laughs> this is <laughs> so cool. <laughs> but it's just funny to like this whole thing is to predict the all the this. Fr there better be like how is this? Oh, there's two images. Like there's got to be another picture of this madness. What do we got here? Oh, it's just a picture of them two. What the heck? This is this really looks like uh, some of these like underground house party uh, hippie shows that we <laughs> <to>, right? <laughs> well, that looks Holy like the womb room dude. right there. Yeah. This hell <laughs> looks like the womb room or yeah. what's the other one? That, uh, um, that, man. <sighs> that's totally a jam sesh. Right? You know uh, That's a jam sesh if I've ever seen one. Right. That's why, But d does it say why they are so invested in this, this, this election? No? I didn't really read it because I didn't. Really I, just, I just like Pick the picture. Yeah. It was hilarious. I didn't really like care. Yeah. Election. 
Like, nothing else going on. Is that the country, though, that they bring up, like, socialism? It's going to be, the U.S. is going to be, no, like, that's Peru. No, Venezuela is always Venezuela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peru is the country where the mayor faked dead, not of the whole country, but of one of the cities, uh, to dodge arrest for violating uh, COVID curfew. Oh, that's, yeah, wasn't yeah. he, like, hiding in a coffin in, like, for some sure. friend's house or something? Wow. Yeah, yeah the, in, like, a garage. He was just hiding in so a coffin. So he plays dead. Yeah. So here, look at him. He's dead. Right. Yeah, the picture of him is hilarious. Oh, you guys can see. It's like one eye open. <laughs> Peeking a little bit. Yeah, he's like, oh, elbows God. all awkward. Wow. With a mask on? Come yeah. on. He dead, those dead hands? Dead. No. That dead pose? <laughs> those I'm ha- totally yeah, those dead. Hand- yeah, come on, man. It's all stiff. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> you Tried kidding to- me? Here we go. I'll try to sneak some echo on you. Nice. I want sound effects. There you go. How, do we, how do we get sound effects for our podcast? You just I want to control it right them. Effects right there. You, you should be the producer, though. <laughs> you, should, you should mess around with that and just like mess with all that. Yeah, Tiff's slowly turning into a producer of audio now. It's like yeah. sliding into that. Should. Yeah, you just give me the little wink and we'll give you some little extras. 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 It's uh, interesting. It's intimidating, though. It's not. And trust me, it's just, um, it's like anything else. Anything you else. turn the volume up and you turn it down. <laughs> yeah. You it's might mute the channel. The Foley sounds. There's a lot of echoey um, does word a time like that on Greasy Conversation, the music band, mm-hmm. which is five years ago how this started. And there was some podcasting of the band stuff then. Um, that was a great band. You guys played on top of a car outside Photo Bang Bang. It's coming back and William Davenport... I was the, say. the bassist from this band. He oh, said there's some tasty grooves. Uh, I asked him how it went. He said tasty grooves. It's Is that true. true. Yeah, he was, he was a great addition. <laughs> real. Yeah, so we're true? jamming again. Bounty Hunter Brothers uh, own uh, William Davenport's bass in it for us. Yeah, he's an amazing musician, man, and a really stand-up guy. Part of what's yeah. exciting about it, too, is we're doing our whole rehearsals in headphones now. And mm. with electric drums still physically played. Is Daniel still there? Yeah. So cool. Danny has got his uh, like rhythmic uniqueness and personality shining yeah. through with all kinds of samples and stuff now, too. Sick. So we're really killing in the box, and it's going to make it very compatible for streaming in the future. Nice. We'll already have this heads up, like one up rehearsing headphonely. Yeah. Dude, I want to say thanks for inviting me over to that. I kind of like um, was like, hey, I want to go. And then you're like, all right, you can go. But I ended up playing music <laughs> with Cody Levitt. Good. And, um, it was nice go to man. be invited to a musical thing, though. And, you know, I, if anything, I just wanted to, like, see it in person because that's an interesting collaboration. William Davenport always adds some great uh, a tinge of, you know, Davenport. Are Bounty yeah. Hunter Brothers practicing or doing They have a new record out since July. What? He just told me. I didn't know. But I missed this release. He has a new, new, new record. <laughs> record. <laughs> Ryan, you don't have to do the delay. There is delay. It, like, what's no, funny yeah, is they have a new the record. delay you added was right on time with the fake delay. Like, you really memorized uh, that. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> there you go. Man. That's our, that's our game. That's just for us. See, if people have to see us having fun, even <laughs> if it makes no sense. Right. They're like, what's going on? There's no that's sound. I, I'm, yeah. Why is there just Santa Claus sounds from Brian echoing? <laughs> 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 what do you oh, want oh, for oh, Christmas, oh, idiot? Oh, oh. 
You idiot. <laughs> you friggin' sucker. That's how you know what kind of dad you had if your memory of Santa is, like, insulting. Oh, man. I kind of worry about my sarcasm with the kid, you know? No, it's healthy. It is healthy. Sarcasm also. helped with my upbringing tremendously. Yeah, we're bringing him into a wild world, man. I need to get him prepared with heavy doses of sarcasm. And, yeah, and layers of perception. Like I'm going to wait a month, meaning. and then he's not going to know what's going on. No, I'm just kidding. You want, <laughs> to, you want him to double think what you say early. <laughs> yeah, uh, Taryn's still watching. I used to, uh, she has her son Maddox. And uh, I remember I picked him up from school one day. I was like, so what did you learn? And he's like, math. I'm like, did you know that math was a uh, huge conspiracy by the Japanese in World War II to get us to, uh, you know, go down this rabbit hole that didn't really make sense at all? He's like, what? Are you serious? And, like, I had him going for a minute. She's like, stop <laughs> it. It's not funny. It's hilarious, honestly. That's a, that's a good conspiracy. I like it's, it. It's funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it makes sense should when I say it like it. that. should plant it. <laughs> The kid's going to come out and he's going to be like... Algebra was a conspiracy by Japanese in the World War II. (laughs) When you say that, it just seems... It rolls off the tongue. You're like, well, I could see that happening. Totally believable, too. What if they planted, like, bad algebra, like, up in our good algebra? Like, they infiltrated our education system so that a whole generation of kids did algebra that made like missiles just fail and planes crash and uh, civilians if? die and stuff uh, what if that's <laughs> happening dude <laughs> what do you mean what if no yeah meanwhile it's just the imperial system like we lost a whole Mars satellite to like a mix up of imperial and oh metric. man uh, Terrence says our intense constant sarcasm has killed any chance of Maddox making friends his age <laughs> <laughs> so he's ahead of the game, dude. Did you read <laughs> this screen from here, Brian? Uh, no, I read the right. Okay, the, I was like, the right over there, yeah. Oh, over there. I was like, wow, dude. These glasses don't fuck around. This is like forty forty vision now. Telescope face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you guys have been uh, no, that was a bad joke. Like you check out Venus lately because uh, I've seen it with these. <laughs> Stupid. Let's move on. No, you know how happy I am when people bring up Venus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Venus is um, endless, endless interest. Yeah, because the whole reason why we're not exploring Venus like we're exploring Mars is that people are surfacists. I know you all have heard me say this too much, but your audience needs to know. There's like a cloud layer on Venus that you can float on like an ocean between two different density layers of gases. We can mine those gases for air and water and fuel and just float like it's a sea world on Venus and it's closer and uh, it's way better than Mars in every way. Why? Just, so you just don't want to go to the surface of it. We don't like the surface? Because the surface will burn and smash we you. Want, we want that middle, huh? Yeah. We want the middle. We want to treat it like a water world, but you'd float on a, on a denser gas. We don't need to go here, but I do want to ask, how do we know what the surfaces of other planets are like with just telescopes? Great you know question. I mean? I've always wondered this. Spectography, actually. Spectography. Yeah, so Ah, you shine light at it, or you look at the light at it, and you look for gaps in the the visual spectrum of the light, like a spectrograph, and then you can find out what materials are glowing or being reflected off that make those gaps. Wow, dude. Yeah, we actually got some Venus news. (laughs) Speaking of, yeah. Dude, I I think it was like... It was a month or two ago where they discovered uh, phosphine in the atmosphere, which was a clue there might be some uh, as a potential biomarker. But mm. they recently found, uh, where is it? 
I lost it. I lost it. Hold on. Yeah, I heard Fine. of this. An amino acid. Yeah. They found this uh, really? amino acid, which is proof of life, def- right? Yeah, definitely like more. Not necessarily proof, but life is one of the plausible ways it could form. Not only yeah. that, but phosphine should be degrading. It shouldn't just mm. remain there. It's it's makes sense that it would be there, but not in this quantity and not uh, retaining it. If, if uh-huh. there wasn't. It should have gone away. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that's normally would only be hanging out if something organic was like repopulating it. So did we, um, oh, did we find that out with spectography, the phosphine? Uh, I don't I'm know. Really no, sure. I think it took a little bit more than okay, that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Very I interesting. I'm like searching my mind for what I learned in astrology 101. Astronomy. Astronomy 101. <laughs> astrology, hell yeah. Well, Aries uh, <laughs> is in the eighth house with Venus squaring off Pluto. Pluto, which is in conjunction with Saturn. There's a lot of math and astronomy, and it's really fascinating and cool. Oh yeah, I got hella space news today, so we'll be we'll be in there all day. (laughs) But yeah, so they found uh, the amino acid glycine, which apparently is the simplest um, amino acid, which could be the building blocks to life, but not necessarily Hmm. uh, means that maybe the beginning. Is there any chance that something is just now? I mean, what are the odds, right? Just now popping off. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Why not? But it'll probably I mean, if it's starting out at like at that level, it'll a billion. I mean, it'll it'll be after we're we're done for. Yeah. So or we'll have to. The Earth only has like, or the Sun only has like four billion more years, right? Uh, yeah, four well, or five. With something that, like that attitude, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah, you just gotta like throw enough fuel in it. Go supernova. I was thinking trillion, but hey, if you want to be a we'll, pessimist, uh, we'll just have to like find a way to take other planets and just dump them in the sun. That's why we got to yeah. be a multi-planet species, y'all. We must we sacrifice. Need, we got to need a backup. Backup species? Yeah, we need a backup colony of people outside this planet just in case things go yeah. awry. Outside the galaxy. The boom. Even better. Whoa. Yeah. Got to make our way there. Past the... Would time travel help us in space travel because the time it takes to get there? Well, is it even possible? Space time no. is a thing. Is space all time. Yeah, related. I, so there's a... With the speed that everything's moving apart from... Mm-hmm. All the galaxies are moving apart from each other. We would never be able to reach one if we mm. left any time. Like if we mm. left now, if we left a couple hundred years ago, we'd never be able we'd to be reach We'd be chasing it, huh? Yeah, basically. Unless yeah. Um, you could go through a wormhole, right? Yeah. Unless you, yeah. Unless you could like just travel across long distances instantaneously, but... New evidence we talked about uh, last episode or the one before points to a possibility that black holes might already be wormholes. Mm. And what's inside a black hole isn't just completely destroyed. It emits this Hawking radiation. So it's still, they still obey conservation of energy. So here's another thing on this faster than light travel. So if there's quantum entanglement and you can get data to travel faster than light, how did you even get something in your mouth all of a sudden? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you tic-tac it up. We want that mic staying smelling good. Yeah, dude. Especially after that cold press. Yeah, the two of them. <laughs> I can smell that coffee from here. Dude. It's a nice smell. It's a beautiful smell. All I do is coffee. So with quantum entanglement, if you can get two particles to respond the same way across a great distance in real time, no delay, you can transfer information in real time with no delay over stars and stuff like over light years and light years mm. you just have to get a destination device over there to receive it mm-hmm. and if you can get a situation where the information can act autonomously like what are you as a personality as an entity if you're not 
information about how you act, how you respond to things, what actions you do based on what inputs. Uh, like we're basically a uh, glorified Turing machine in that case, a thing that can reprogram itself. And if that can happen over this great distance, if information can be transferred faster than light and inc information can be ineffectively sentient, then bam, we're exploring without having to travel. Information being sentient. Wow. Yeah, if the information can manipulate any kind, kind of, of kind device, of AI, like a robot or something, hmm. like it, it can be uh, a, a very not AI, but an intelligence that's actually like a, a chunk of a human intelligence that maybe isn't, uh, maybe isn't necessarily artificial, but maybe like an upload okay. of like someone's consciousness. If hmm. that can make the same kind of decisions, even if it's like rudimentary programmed, like an, like an AI, it's like almost a way of looking at a way to travel faster than light you just don't get your body you don't get to take your body with you yeah that, that's like a wow. common sci-fi thing of like yeah. races going into like virtual environments and traveling across the stars for like thousands of years so yeah. that's like about the only option what is the theory though that uh, instead of uh traveling with the, at high speeds the you shorten the distance the is you oh, fold. like folding space? Yeah, yeah folding yeah. space. Yeah, the idea Whoa. with that is um, if you think about stuff that you can do with a couple dimensions and do it with more dimensions, for example, you can fold a piece of paper in mm -hmm. 3D space, and it's we uh, interpret the paper as 2D space. Is this like flat universe? or? Well, so take that one uh, dimension further. So we live in 3D space. Yeah. We have no control over the fourth dimension of time. We're stuck going in one direction on it. When you go to the really tiny stuff, the world of the quantum, it seems to be completely agnostic about whether time goes one way or the other. By that, I mean time defined as which way entropy goes or like decay. We perceive things as constantly mm. in decay, mm -hmm. except that we fight entropy and create organization. Like living things create organization. Um, little galaxies and stuff kind of fall into an organization. So there's some things that naturally form some kind of organization but aside from that everything else collapses into entropy and that's how we perceive the direction of time yeah but like entropy goes in both directions for the quantum stuff hmm. and that totally related to something you said earlier that i lost track of that's fine <laughs> that's insane <laughs> wow yeah oh it's about folding space oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so uh if you can fold our 3d world in four dimensions Maybe there's like a time travel element there. If you could fold our four-dimensional world in five-dimensional space, maybe there's a dimension where we can fold everything where these two parts touch, but we still perceive our regular four dimensions. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, there's a super, uh, what's the word for things? Um, Symmetry kind of being. shape. No. Like there's this shape that has a certain number of dimensions that this mm. astrophysicist slash surfer came up with that might be like the super shape of the universe with all these other dimensions that we don't know of, but we've found quantum particles that might relate to these dimensions, smashing stuff in CERN. So there's like the very early particles that might mean some of these dimensions are real. Man, just one more question. The uh, atomic collider or the super collider? Large Hadron. Yeah, what is that? Large what? Hadron Collider? Yeah. It's fun uh, to explain it. Do you want to, Greg? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just okay. a, a particle accelerator. So it's like I think it's like one of the most the biggest machines built by humans. Yeah, it is. Um, That's why I'm wondering why. Yeah, it's like a, I that. can't remember the exact length, but I think it's like a mile or two, maybe maybe a couple miles. I can't remember, like around. 
Uh, and they used like giant electromagnets. It's just a huge tunnel, and there's these massive fucking magnets that surround the tunnel. Uh, and they coordinate them so that they trigger um, in the right order. And yeah. by doing that, they accelerate particles to n- like 99.569s, whatever. Mm-hmm. As, as close to the speed of light as we can get. Uh, and they smash it together and then just see and just record what happens. Hmm. They're looking for unknown particles, right? Yeah. By doing, yeah, if you can smash them like faster and faster, um, and they've like discovered more like. S- like first it was just uh, you know electrons and and neutrons and then we find uh, quarks which are which mm-hmm. make up those other particles and then inside those we find other particles that are like gluons and there's all kinds of shit but they've actually since they've been doing this they've actually found enough of them that there's almost like a periodic table of these elements that like make up all matter awesome so, yeah it's it's really crazy yeah we're like decoding life you know, we yeah, came it's really here with like childlike innocence, and now we're just uh, slowly peeling back that curtain of what's really going on. Yeah. Jebediah has a question. The lamp on the wall, it is haunted for sure. Haunted, yes. I yeah. was going to oh, say, yeah. yep. It was a normal light, and we gathered around it and held hands, lit some candles, I sang don't a few like songs, and it's done that from now on. Don't like that it's at my back, but, uh, you know, I trust mm-hmm. you guys that you would tell cool. me. That yeah. ghost is cool, though. Yeah. He the seems chill. It's a 248-dimensional object, and possibly the structure that Whoa. underlies everything in our universe. So if we 248? Yeah, that's a lot of dimensions to probably yeah. fold, you know? Yeah, I can't fold even fold a couple, we, we, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Welcome any, to like, space. That's the, that's the thing. Like what's any it called? Is there a name for it? Yeah, what's the name? Yeah, it's called the E8 Lie Group, mm. if I'm saying that right. Mm. Uh, and it's by... Oh my gosh, I have to click every box. I was going to say tetrahedron. The mathematician Sophus Lie created it hmm. uh, as algebraic formulas described the shape of symmetrical, symmetrical objects. Did this guy just get like stoned and draw a mandala and that's what we're looking at? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. A mandala? Yeah, mandala. So Garrett Lisi, if you want to look this up, that's Garrett Lisi, L-I-S-I, is this uh, punk-ass surfer it's like a super mathematician what physicist yeah. and he's uh, behind correlating this shape of lie with uh, symmetry of the dimensions of the universe possibly Stoner and has already begun alert. correlating <laughs> <laughs> some of the dimensions with particles we found in the, mm. in the LHC Damn, Large Hadron like, Collider that's just like head hurting yeah man like <laughs> yeah. people like you can't even like uh, conceptualize time as a fourth dimension. Like, you, I mean, you can kind of like you He's understand like what shit. it's supposed to mean, but like picture it in your head. Yeah, I think but this guy is full of it. Um, I think he's got us going and all our listeners going, and that's just mean, dude. I don't know, man. Math is math is pretty nutty. No, it is. This that's wild, man. There's all these random people that find stuff. Like this kid found a dinosaur or whatever. Did you hear about oh, that? Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, like I a whole working dinosaur, like walking around, like all. <laughs> he found a yeah. fo- he found a no. fossil. Yeah. No, he found a fossil with his dad just out hiking, I guess, and uh, it was on BBC News. Do you know what a coelacanth is? No. Yes, the walking fish. It like Weird. walks on its fins. Um, they found one in on Madagascar. Dad. Or something. It was a fish thought to be. Uh, a dinosaur fossil time and the one washed up on a coast. They found live ones. Yeah, exactly. There's uh Oh, yeah, it's it spelled was, so they weird. They thought it was extinct, but it wasn't. Coaleth- 
How you say? Yeah, it's called. Coelacanth. Yeah, is how it's pronounced. Coelacanth. I didn't remember it having leg time though, too. Yeah, it breathes out of water and can walk on its fins. Wow. Breathes out of water. I'll have to see if I can find some. But I was reading an article. There are apparently a lot of, uh, fish that could do that back in the day. Like they found. Like mermaids, fossils. basically. Yeah. Well, humans are originated from fish. Hmm. Yeah, all yeah. life came all from life. the sea. Yeah. It's true. Under the okay. sea. All right, should we do our, should we do our uh, wait? There's more Billy Mays. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you like pina coladas. Well, do you? Do you like pina colada? Because if you do, then you are going to love the new flavor from. Zip fizz energy, no sudden crash and calorie, low carb vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip fizz. That's right. The geniuses, as I like to call them over at Zipfizz, have done it again. They have made another fantastic flavor. We've been telling you for years about this powerful little energy mix that comes in a plastic tube. It gives you three to four hours of natural energy. All the flavors taste great, from the latest mango peach to fruit punch, grape, orange soda, orange cream, iced tea, lemon, grapefruit, pink lemonade, citrus, berry, and now pina colada. New taste, same great energy, no hard crash. Zipfizz mixes are healthy and convenient way to get your energy fixed without having to suffer through any nasty taste. You'll definitely have a few of these around for those quick trips to the gym or those afternoon sleepies as I like to call them. Zip fizz energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip fizz. Looking for a way to get free from debt? Well gather up your bills and call a Care One credit counselor today. We are credit counseling agencies that have helped 2 million people just like you. I see people every day who are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge and the bottom is bankruptcy. We pull them back and they appreciate that. You get to consolidate your payments. You only have to make one payment a month instead of worrying about three, four, or five. Care One credit counselors have experience assisting people to get out of debt and get on with their lives. To help you take your first step, they're offering a consultation and debt analysis. Call for licensing details. It is your path out. People are truly amazed when they call us and see what we can do to help them. I mean, the relief in their voices. Call us because we can do amazing things. Get your consultation and debt analysis by calling a Care One credit counselor today. One simple and confidential call can get you debt free. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. That's 800 284 1349. Your new favorite internet radio station, RadioVegas.rocks. And it's Greasy Conversation, the talk show, where we have Dank News. Scary sound effects. Oh, yeah. That's All the right. dankness coming for you. So this one's great. So there was a, uh, a, like an online conference. It was the Society of Vertebrate Paleontology Conference. <laughs> Vertebrates, yeah. they have spines. So they had to do it all online, of course. And uh, to make sure it's all on the up and up, the uh, organization used some type of software that like automatically censors vulgarities, right? <laughs> but it, sometimes it picks out like questionable words that have a lot of different uses. And so this time it, uh, it flags the word bone, <laughs> which like it's going to come up a lot. Yeah, that's like the, that's all they're talking about. That's <laughs> all they're doing. Just fucking having fun with the bones bony all day. animals. Yeah. 
So just just silly, just like auto and just terrible software. But well, classic. also, it, yeah. First of all, you shouldn't have a default like that on such a simple word in your software and like not make it easier to have people uh, like this. Just that shouldn't be a default. But second of all, like this should <laughs> this should be easier for people to. Uh, what am I trying to say? Set. And someone put uh, together a word of the or a list of the band words: hell, bone, ass, pubis, sexual, crack, dam, and beaver. <laughs> like, damn, we got some fucking Protestants up in here writing this. That shit. would what ruin this show. Would be like half asterisks. <laughs> that is a list of some of my favorite words. Yeah. I can I can talk about anything. I can't explain my life without half those words. Yeah. Yeah, crack for sure, but I mean, <laughs> All right. Uh, microdosing with LSD may boost brain growth according to new research. I'm so hey. glad they're doing all this research with LSD. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's LSD is not too far away from psilocybin and other it's a mushroom. Lion's mane mushroom is supposed to be like one of the only things that can help you regrow neurons. Yeah. So it's, it it's makes sense. You know, it feels like it's already making extra stuff touch that sh shouldn't normally touch in there. It should make all kinds of stuff uh, reunite. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, uh, at a certain threshold that helps facilitate the growth of a protein that uh, is responsible for neuroplasticity. So it can help people uh, learn better, learn new things better. For who? Like children or, or adults? Uh, or I probably would go with children, but I mean, anyone who wants to. I mean, if you're elderly and you're not twacked out, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, man, as soon as I get a certain age, I'm just doing all the drugs that's again. interesting. Like, Stranger Things, the mom, uh, like, uh, what, what do you call that? Um, the, the, the Russians and... Oh, Paranoia? No, no, no. Um, like schizophrenia like man manchurian candidate stuff like oh they did the tests on um the lsd oh okay. yeah because it was like the Anybody? mom Why yeah it was the mom <laughs> they jacked uh full of like lsd and yeah, then the, the kid was LSD. born psychic yeah. and shit that's interesting i want my kid to be psychic so right well i don't think that's the way should i take acid <laughs> You but, uh, the as much pregnant acid as possible will definitely make what your kid call that? Oh, I'm like have blanking. some kind of perception. There were like real tests. It's like a part of history, right? Prenatal psychedelics. <laughs> Looks like the, the threshold is 20 micrograms, so anything under than that isn't really going to do much. Yeah, I've heard uh, like as little as 10 micrograms can be perceived. Yeah, um, those are noted, but for this specific effect, they found that Oh, gotcha. So far, they found that 20 micrograms uh, helps to facilitate this protein better. Well, how do people usually take acid? They, like, drop it in their eye or something? <laughs> I mean, what I've done every time is I always put drugs in my eye, for sure. <laughs> it's my favorite way to receive like, it. I, I always heard that when I was in high school, right? And I, n I never did it because I didn't get liquid very often. It was always tabs. Tabs, okay. Uh, Sweet tarts. But, yeah, around candy or some shit. But I did have one friend who dropped it in his eye and he just had a brown dot in his eye forever. Oh, like he just had, it was just a permanent brown dot. <laughs> Worth it? No, uh, no. no. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's like the same people like shoving ecstasy. Was it a good trip? Like how was that trip for him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I just, I just, at a certain level, it's like, who cares? You, know? <laughs> you guys, there's nothing like just doing a fat line of coke through your tear duct. <laughs> oh, God. Just getting it right, right, that little part of the eye by the nose. And yeah, just get them eye straws. You can't breathe in through your eyeball. <laughs> Can you insert? I just know, if, like, people will, like, shoot corn out of their, their, um, tear ducts but can you suck things into your tear duct yeah what you do is you roll your eyeball over it like a roll-on deodorant or like a ballpoint <laughs> pen you just roll your eyeball over the pile oh my god it's winter fresh it's very numb yeah Hello. let's all do lsd right now <laughs> i love it all right where are we at let's get ominous yeah uh, this is, all right, space news time. Got a ton of it. All right, so. Ominous. That's the space news. All right, news. so this uh, giant-ass star, Betelgeuse, which pops up every once once in a while, often as a comparison to how small our sun is in comparison. Yeah, it's a big boy. Yeah, so, but uh, recent. Whoa, I didn't know this. Recent, recent, uh. Measurements, I guess you would say, have found that it's actually 25% closer than previous. And when you're dealing with like... That's a big difference. Yeah, it's almost like 100 light years error, which is like crazy. Yeah, that's insane, like that we could be that far off. And it's also smaller than uh, scientists have assumed before. So it's just, I don't know, it's just uh, interesting to go. Something that we thought was kind of settled for a long time is not. And we could be wrong about tons of shit. Still. Yeah, forest perspective in space, or like it can't be that. Uh, you know, when you put something closer in a movie to make it look bigger. Yeah. Uh, I had kind of two half thoughts there, you know. What I mean. <laughs> forest perspective, yeah. Or it could be like, you know, just aliens holding up a big, uh, like, picture. What is that brown, though? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bruise. It's like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Passing asteroid. Yeah. All right. Also, uh, more water bodies discovered on Mars. More water on Mars. So I think it was, was it like last year that they said they found a lake under Mars? But they couldn't necessarily confirm for sure that it was water. Um, but recently... They have been able to do that using same techniques that we use to discover uh, water under the ice caps on Earth. So it's pretty cool. Oh, what do you know what that process is like? Is it like uh, it's basically shooting radar pulses? Nice. Uh, under the ice caps and then measuring uh, what bounces back. Hell yeah, radar. Yeah. So, so it's cool. frozen. Uh, no, it looks like liquid water under the ice caps. Wow, that's huge, right? Yeah. Totally helpful. Yeah, and it like confirms that uh, the other lakes that they found, or that they suspected was a lake, is probably a lake with liquid water. So could be that there's like little critters hiding in the water. Because wasn't there um, lake of liquid methane at the pole, at the North Pole of Mars? I don't remember. I, no, I thought there was actually water ice at the poles. I thought oh. that's been a thing. I should know. Mars yeah, I don't know. There's so much space news, but ice. they use the Mars Advanced Radar for subsurface and ionosphere sounding. Man, 
There's two permanent polar ice caps, and they are dust and water vapor. Uh, wait, there's slabs of dry ice. Oh, no way. 20 to 30% of the atmosphere into slabs of CO2. So actually it is CO2 ice. It's dry ice. My bad. Hmm. Oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, but those seasonal actions transport large amounts of dust and water vapor, and there's some serious clouds. Wow. It's a real planet, you guys. Not, yeah. as, not as cool as Venus, though, for reals. Yeah, but we could, like, you know, live underground on Mars. That wouldn't be bad. All right. All right. Have cold cold swimming pools. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Total Recall. That's, that's, that's for one of the my kids. favorite movies ever. Oh, yeah. I rewatch that every, at least once a year, I think. Brian disappeared. It's okay. Two weeks. <laughs> we All right. All right, a billion, so this experiment is kind of crazy, but it's uh, in an effort to discover dark matter. And they plan on using a billion tiny pendulums. So I dug yeah. into this. Basically, they just are creating a giant array of these really tiny uh, hanging, I guess you call them pendulums, but they're like one millimeter thick um, just, I guess, strands or little sticks. And just this giant array can determine uh, what they plan on is, like, these particles will interact with these little things. And because they have such a large array, they can use that to pinpoint uh, the actual particles and drown out or, like, dig through the noise, basically, because there's a lot of background noise interfering with our ability to detect dark energy. Wow. You know what this reminds me of? Uh a bunch of metronomes. So you know the the classic kind of metronome where things swing back and forth? Yeah. It turns out if you put several of them on a table that can swing, they will eventually sink. So check it out. This person just flips them all wacky like this. And the, the sound's kind of soothing, too. Looks like zip fizz. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Hello, Zip Fizz. <laughs> Looks like it. Look at there. Brian with the Zip Fizz. Powerful Zip Fizz. So eventually these uh, pendulums will nudge each other enough on this table that they'll start uh, swinging all together. It's really spooky how quickly they start to sync up, too. Look at that. And th these are things that are meant to keep a BPM accurately. And yet these little compounding little forces add up to enough to... Look at now they're... Uh, some of several of them are opposited. Yeah. But eventually they'll all go to the same thing. It's it's soothing too. That's pretty. Why annoying. is? Can you explain how that's happening? So the table's allowed to swing. So little tiny nudges that happen when the pendulum changes direction mm. start to compound and pile up to become a larger net force. And how can over we time, use this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> how can we use this for more power in the U.S.? What we can do is, I'm going to take your challenge on this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping you would. Yeah. We put them in space, mm. and we entangle them, and uh, we set one on fire. And then the far space one, it can cook food <laughs> on a distant planet. Whoa, there it goes. Look like at how much that. it's doing it already. Whoa. I like the ASMR. Yeah, that's yeah. still pretty nutty, though. Oh wait, that's the AC. <laughs> I thought the AC was uh, the. Uh, <laughs> the t t t t 
Right. Wow. Okay, so we're having a meditative moment, you all. Yeah. We're totally getting yeah, spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. What is this it's theory, proof of though? God. Proof of God, Tiffany. Come on. I was just about <laughs> to say this true. means it's for the opposite sure. of chaos. Right? <laughs> See, oh, that's it beautiful, went from Tiffany. Chaos to God is the opposite order. of chaos. Uh, wh- what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you blew Waz's mind. This is organization. Right? Yeah. This is ap- no, it is synchronicity, and it's okay. also organization. This is the opposite of entropy. Yeah. You've made a huge point there, <laughs> that like if these things uh, that are just copies of each other, siblings, so to speak, they could have all had the same parent. They like they did for sure. They're all from the Obviously, same company. Yeah. So if these were to reproduce and be this similar, even with the tiny differences between them, uh, mutations, you could say, they were still able to self-organize and uh, go against entropy and become uh, organized, even though they're not quote unquote alive. Mm-hmm. They're just on part of the same system and able to interact with each other. So like this is hella evidence for the emer- the emergence of life when you just have things that can self-replicate and copy each other and like uh, and interact with the same plane and eventually uh, drive cars and vote and shoot lasers <laughs> and fly airplanes. Right. Eat grilled cheese, I don't know. Yeah, it's exactly. interesting. Like, uh, yeah, that's a huge point, Tim. This is like the opposite of entropy right here. They would have vote. I, oh, yeah, but there was this article... We didn't get to a while back, but it was about this dude who put forward a theory. Uh, basically, that like the emergence of life is like just naturally going to happen because of the way everything is organized. Life finds um, a way, bro. Yeah, exactly. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. But just because like everything has some sort of organization, like particles are created from smaller particles, and then we get to chemicals and chemical interactions. So and these shit. particles, I keep thinking, like, is this proof of life somehow? Well, I mean, in the particles. I'm not sure yeah, if there's alive? proof that life really exists. Yeah, it might be the opposite, but the pr- proof that life isn't there. Particles life. We're made up of particles. Oh, no, yeah, I know. Are we being animated by these particles? These little I said that so seriously. Like, li- life is fake, you guys. There's no... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's where we're going, Was yeah. We need to get to the bottom of this. Just gears. That seems like the bottom. Just, <laughs> Just gears, gears springs man. all the way down. Turtles all the way down. Electronics I love it. gets yeah. a lot less... Uh, intimidating when you realize that any electronic circuit can be simulated with levers and springs. Uh, a spring is like a capacitor. You can also simulate electronics with water. Uh, you can make a capacitor with a bucket of water with a hole in the bottom, especially like a filter capacitor type, where you get all these splashes in the top of the bucket, but it comes smoothly out the bottom. Mm. Sorry, I was reading uh, Taryn's uh, comment about the war on drugs ruining everything. That's all I can read. You know why the math of gravity is confusing? Why? Because gravity isn't <laughs> like a thing. It's a, it's an, it's a illusion. Is it? Yeah, gravity is part of us. Go on. Like for example, when you see yourself in a mirror, yeah, that's not another you. That's an illusion. You're just seeing the light from you bounce back to you, and it looks like a copy. Mm-hmm. Gravity bends space, and what would normally be like a straight direction, straight line becomes curved because of the mass curving it. And that's why you fall and keep falling over that curve to orbit the earth. It's really just, you perceive it as a curve. And because you perceive it as a curve, you perceive it. Gravity is going in a direction, but Mm -hmm. gravity is just the The result of, you know, like uh, the space being shaped that way. It's really just a like adjective for, a happening 
Yeah, it's like you bend light, like you see your straw go into a cup of water and it looks like the straw breaks because the light going through the water is refracted different. You don't see the straw in the same position. It's like the same thing with gravity. We see these things as like falling and stuff and we perceive that as having like a direction, but really it's just space just being shaped like that because of all that mass. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. an illusion. And that's why the equations for it are weird because it's like the equations for like mirrors and stuff. It's like uh, yeah. not real. It's pretty wild that all these like huge bodies of mass are just out there organized. I mean, I get it. It's gravity and, you know, but still. There's a cool story of uh, something going on with his life. <laughs> the dude who, like these guys who came up with the idea to actually like measure the curvature of space. And they, it's called a uh, gravity probe B. Um, it's a cool story, but these, they started in like, it was like the late fifties or sixties. They came up with the idea. And then they went to NASA and got a grant to, they started with like a million dollar grant. And what they were trying to do, they wanted to send up these really sensitive gyroscopes mm. uh, on a satellite and have it stay up there. And eventually there would be a drift in the gyroscopes that would tell you that there's curvature actually mm. uh, in space like space is actually curved but ended up just like kept getting more and more complicated yeah and uh it took them i don't know it was in like the 90s when they finally launched it or something maybe earlier than that i don't have my dates right but anyway yeah but yeah it's cool and they actually ended up doing it but they had to create a ton of technology just to be able to do that and it got so expensive they yeah. had to keep asking for more and more money and, uh, <laughs> but it's just to prepare for the yeah, well, they got to points where they were, like, trying to do it, and then it just becomes, like, we don't have the technology yet. Like, they realize, like, oh, shit, we can't actually do it because we have to figure this shit out first. Yeah, That's there's, like, five life. other inventions before you get to fucking with the original thing you had in mind. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah. That's pretty nutty. Dude, time is wild. Like, they're like, yeah, we're going to go to Mars uh, in, like, three years. It's like, damn, why can't we... You know, manage, <laughs> yeah, time management, bro. Like, we can get it faster. No, I don't know, but it, it frustrates me a little bit. I mean, on a low level. But, yeah, I think we should try to hurry this shit up, man. We ain't got time. <laughs> the time is running out. Like oh, Tim is. Dillon said, you know, time is running out. The party's over. Oh, man. Somebody's got to clean up the mess. I'm just kidding. Do you have any sound comedians or po uh, podcasters that you like a, a lot that aren't so Tim Dillon. New Yorky? No, he's dude. I'm obsessed. I am. I mean, he has a lot of contemporaries. There's like a lot of influences of his. Oh yeah. It's kind of like. Do you got like, any? Tim Dillon's dope and all, but like I feel like it's like being really into, uh, like Foo Fighters and not having heard of Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, he's kind of an introduction for me. I feel like it goes deeper. I just haven't gotten. But there he's yet. a little bit new too, and that's like I feel like you're relating to him also too. Yeah, like because he was born out of this whole Trump thing. Remember when Trump won the election, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, comedy and punk rock is getting so cool." Nothing happened. It got softer. We got more indie rock and like fucking stale. Yeah, stale, just stale. Too safe. And yeah, exactly. So now we get this guy who finally gets big after like 2016. Maybe he's been doing it forever, but he's born out of that, you know, this unrest. So I, I, I don't know. I just find him very, very compelling. And I was going to say like a YouTube person, like what is the difference? I think it kind of all the, the line is blurred between YouTube um, personalities and podcasting for me at this really? point why <laughs> it's it's funny because like is it I, the same is it different it's, it's all totally different i think there's related. a lot of like overlap for sure yeah. yeah i've had a lot of thought about the fact that i don't have to guilt trip myself into doing everything that i admire 
And just because like I like stand-up comedians a lot doesn't mean I have to go do that. And I, I also realized that like these people I really love as stand-up comedians, I'm actually not watching those comedians. I fell in love with their podcasts. Mm-hmm. And these comedians' podcasts actually got me listening to stand-up comedy again when I hadn't in a minute. And uh, that's it turns out that's the part I like. And it's just like I like that style of podcast. There's people like... Uh, Gus and Eddie or H3 that yeah. fit right along with that and they're not standing comedians. She hates Gus and Eddie. Uh, I like him. They're innocent. You they're know? sweethearts. Yeah. So it's one Nothing of those wrong with them. things where like, I guess that's uh, something I admired as another talent that these people seem to also have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, podcasting is and really, Noel, really intimate. Noel and Cody Co. Oh, Cody Co. <laughs> is pretty, you know, he's a reaction channel. I watch oh. him on and but off. But when they're together, oh, is that a yeah. podcast? Noel, uh, Tiny Meat Gang podcast. They're pretty good. Huh. Yeah. Just two guys hanging out laughing at dumb stuff. But there you go. That's There's cool. awesome. Other yeah, other that's fun. I hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> we hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Meat. Anything can be a podcast. Tiny Meat Gang, yeah. Tiger yeah. Belly. Tiger Belly. And Bad yeah. Friends. Bobby never, Lee's podcast. Never got into Bad Bobby friends. Lee. I need to get. I need to give him a chance. There is like no sloppier podcaster that I <laughs> laugh harder at. Awesome. I'm definitely checking him out now. I need more sloppiness. You know, if you want sloppy, it's Bobby Lee's yeah. podcast. Or Brian day. Gibson. You know, like I, <laughs> dude, I like people that just go in blind or you know, at least I don't know. They just don't care. I hate the people that, you know, have well, questions. Well, they're stand-up comedians, so they're really good at coming up with that material on, on the, the fly. Spot, yeah, and. I feel like they have more fun because it's their podcast. They can do. They have more freedom. Yeah, it's like and a space where you can To be honest, though, like standard comedians podcasts when it's just them alone, is so super cringy for me. You don't like it? Not at all. Like for example, yeah. I love um, the mullet guy. Yeah, it's uh, like right in the Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. I love yeah. him to death when he has a guest. When it's just him mm-hmm. talking on a podcast. Cringy. Yeah. So awkward. Like, Another then example. Then your wiener gets stuck. Whitney Cummings. Right. From Road Rules or the, uh, ch- the Challenges. <laughs> Damn. I don't know how you remember that. <laughs> that's, some, that's some nostalgia. Like, Holy that, shit. That's something. That's another thing that Whitney Cummings like caught on to like, right away with how quickly she got her co- podcast caught up is she talks to her producer when it's just her. Oh, yeah. So she's never on the mic alone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you've been in producers. I don't know. They seem to get it because they're a producer already. I don't know. They d- they're always well, actually like with great her. It's like her assistant, but like they're they're, a lot of times that's the thing. It's a good buffer. You know yeah. What I mean? And or I was just saying, um, Tim Dillon has the producer kid and, and him, yeah. but he just ran. Yeah, I love he's, that banter. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just and the kid laughs, and you, you <laughs> know what I mean. It's he's there. He's not really saying much, but he's there. But like what I was asking Brian, how much would you pay to be? in that spot, in that chair, the kid's chair. I wouldn't pay anything, you know? For a day, like, for a podcast, like, you know, on the Patreon. He should offer that, like, a thousand oh, yeah. bucks. For the last That's the so weird. Seat. Yeah. <laughs> I would never want to be his producer. He'd have to pay me. But, um, <laughs> right. you know, I, I'm dying to see him live. So I just I'm think that'd be fun. To Vegas. Uh, yeah, it'd be pretty magical. Yeah. I mean, dude, no one's more honest and blunt, you know what I mean? That's what I love. Yeah, bad, bad friends. friends. Yeah. That's my Good favorite one, podcast, to be honest. I need to check it out. It's Bobby Lee and, and Andrew Santino. There you go. What's Andrew's, Andrew Santino do? He tries so hard to make that podcast have a little bit of professionalism. Really? And Bobby <laughs> Lee thwarts him at every turn. Love Damn. it. Damn. Sounds like. And yeah. this what's funny is Bobby Lee is the more prestigious podcaster. Yeah. Even though Andrew Santino's podcast is awesome. And See, stuff. laziness pays off. Sloppiness does convey, you know. There's, Bobby Lee. <laughs> he's Bobby Lee's got a lot of people helping. He wouldn't have a podcast at all if it wasn't for Kalila. Oh, yeah. 
like pr- pretty much making the podcast. So you need it. You can't do lazy alone. Yeah. <laughs> you could try. And I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be lazy. Yeah. yeah Tiffany, you can keep trying, but, and I hope you do, but I'm not going to listen. <laughs> there's some behind the scenes Tiff work for sure yeah. to make that thing happen. By that, I mean Dirty Window. Yeah. Sundays at 2 p.m. just before this show. Replays at radio, uh, com. Yeah, Dirty Window plays music that you probably haven't heard of. Lately, we've been focusing more on local musicians and artists. And just talking, we used to play a lot of music that you probably haven't heard, but I got bored with that. I just want to rant. So check it out. Sundays, 2 to 4 p.m. We always have someone interesting, and we usually have a live performance from musicians. And next week, I don't know if I'll be here because I'm pregnant, and it's going to be week Very pregnant. 38. But yeah. um yeah, it'll be chocolate. Now. We'll have chocolate Jesus. Yeah, we'll have chocolate Jesus. Oh, then Chris nice. Cranock is coming in in November, the first Sunday of November. Which Chris Cranock is an amazing uh, filmmaker. I've heard of him when I was in like high school, like twelve years, thirteen, a long time ago. And uh, he was already a published writer at a young age, and now he's mm-hmm. made this um, other. It's like a different language, and he did it all himself, all the camera work, all the writing, all the directing. It looks really great from the. Uh, he did trailer, a video his new film. for Life is Shit. Or yeah, he, he did one for... I forget the guy's name, but Chris Cranaugh coming in November. Chocolate Jesus next Sunday, 2 to 4, Dirty Window. Thanks, Waz. I'm yeah, trying to plug it. And stay tuned after this for uh, the Grungy Fawcett with Kevin Fawcett. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. It's a great show for some 90s kids wanting to hear some deep album tracks to make you think about them high school crushes and stuff. How many yeah. hours is that? Six hours of radio? Well, there's a six-hour block there, but if yeah. you stay tuned more, there's Freakmaster <laughs> tonight, too, and uh, Freakmaster kills it. I'm tuning in for that. Yeah, he'll play all kinds of stuff you wouldn't expect all over the board. Dope. And he talks, right? It's just about whatever. Well, it's called Therapy with therapy. Freakmaster. Yeah, that's what interests me. Because he is like this hot rod paint artist hmm. that looks like an outlaw biker, and he'll calmly tell you how to like have peace with your soul and make you feel encouraged <laughs> and like cool. not not alone and and uh, one with That's exactly the community. what i want yeah okay yeah all right should we do our last um song man do it william been trying to get rid of your stubborn belly fat but it doesn't want to leave you or maybe you want to get that extra ripped look Now you can reach your goals the keto way. Ketosis is the metabolic state where your body burns fat for energy. And the best way to turn your body into a fat-burning, weight-losing machine is with Advanced Keto Plus. And right now, for our radio listeners only, you can get two bottles free when you order two bottles. You get to try out keto at our best discount ever. Plus, call now and we will also send you a free 28-day meal plan keto ebook with your first order. Burn your stubborn belly fat and get ripped today the keto way. Call right now to order. Buy two bottles for only $49.99 each and get two bottles free. 800-417-2119. I'm Igor, and today on the Haunted Saloon... We're serving up disgusting and gruesome masterpieces. But out of my own safety, I must go now, for the Wolfman comes! Oh, what's up, guys? It's me, AJ Wyatt, also known as the Wolfman. 
RadioVegas.rocks Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. And we're back. It's Greasy Conversation. I like talk that. Show. I like that AJ Wyatt thing. Sorry to interrupt, but I like that uh, little... That's right. Haunted Saloon. Yeah, a little ad. Wednesday, 1 o'clock. It's another show that I have the honor of producing. Yep. Replays at greasyconversation.com if you want to check it out. We go into some classic emo punk and uh, oldies and haunted stuff. And just music from all these eras... That also get a little dark twist to it. Yeah, I heard yeah. some Circus Survive and Rolling Stones, and I was like, what the? Yeah. Pretty cool. Some things might seem unrelated, and you might hear this weird thread. Yeah, there between is a thread. Yeah. Yeah. We're like silkworms with High our thread threads count over there. that one. High <laughs> thread count, Haunted Saloon. Yeah. All right. We got... We got hella jetpacks, yo. Whoa! Hella jetpacks. Wasn't ready. Yeah. So, uh, this is the second time an unidentified person has been spotted flying a jetpack near LAX since late August. Oh, it's a mystery jetpack, too? Oh, yeah. freaky. How do these people land? Twice. So, unidentified. So, they need to get their own jetpacks to catch the other jetpack people. There you go. The All company right. that makes these, I didn't think you could even, like, buy them from them. Can you? Do you wow. want to do a fundraiser for know. a jetpack? Demonstration involving Great North Air Ambulance Service. Whoa, they're doing ambulance rescue, rescuing civilians yeah, with this jetpack. Yeah. Oh, there was more than one jetpack news? Folks, we yeah. are in the future. Oh. Yeah, this is the good jet. Well, this is the, the helpful jetpack news. Oh, they're just this is helpful jetpack. <laughs> Look yeah, at his using, hands. <laughs> they're using a Let me make sure you guys can see. Yeah. Jetpacks, or they're testing it now for, for like, rescues in the mountains and shit it's like mega man dude i can't believe this is real <laughs> that's, i know that's, finally man doesn't make sense it doesn't dude, register to me like so uh clunky that movie yeah. the rocketeer when i was a kid that was my jam man <laughs> that doesn't I, look like 2020 technology it looks really uh, uh, maybe 90s it's like flamethrowers they're like terminators yeah, well, that dude like, is just hovering wow. over the ground like he can levitate that's i'm pretty impressed amazing. the drone chasing him yeah well I th- like we have a lot of uh I mean, the ideas of the future uh, are always, like, way more fantastical than reality. Yeah, it takes a while to get there. Like I was saying, yeah, totally. three years? Come on. let's. Gravity Brand. Gravity is the name of this company that, that this guy developed making these things. And <laughs> did you see the way he wow. was, like, slumped forward when you fly? You mm-hmm. fly like you're, like, like, like a dog. Leading, yeah, like you're dog like paddling. Dog. Yeah. Like you're slumped over an ottoman. It's so funny. You, you're expecting people to like fly like Superman Dude. or like levitate straight up, and instead you fly like weirdly like a ape walking. This is like an advertisement, you know, like choice oh, for. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> it's amazing to see this thing uh, have like an application. Yeah. Uh, because this thing's been developed for a minute, um, just for sport, and you can get like uh, to experience it and stuff. It's, look, 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 it's bad posture. Wow. Yeah, it fucks up your back. Because they have like the the things on your hands that help yeah, you steer. Yeah, to lean on those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and probably equalize. And probably wrecks your back, dude. I recognize this guy. That's the guy. That's the gravity dude. This is incredible. Look at him go over the water. Yo, I want wow, that. Wow, I know. He looks so awkward. I don't. I crashed so this so hard. He looks awkward. That's so so cool, dude. There's no way I could do this without breaking a leg. Promise I'd break <laughs> a leg for sure. No. I want to see Who's somebody biff on it, you know? So now i got to pull up your other rocket pack biff? shoot. Biff. <laughs> I want to see yeah. somebody yeah. biff. Not Paul. <laughs> biff. Oh, sorry. Jetpack gangs now. Whoa. Yeah, so this is just the one uh, where these people are not testing jetpacks to save people in the mountains. They're just <laughs> flying near LAX whenever they feel like it. Yeah, bad yeah. intentions, folks. Yeah. Do they have an image of what this rogue jetpack looks like? I wonder if it's like a clone of the it's gravity like a, one. It's like a black so. one. I, I didn't know. see, and I'm not going to play the video on, on this one because it'll be loud. But Where would you fly on your jetpack? Oh, there's a good question. <laughs> oh, man. China. Seems really nice in the countryside of China. I would buzz I the Christus statue at Rio de, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just land on his arm and sit on his arm. How oh, cool yeah. would that be? That's like an Instagram. I, like I definitely like tear through city streets. Yeah. I like that sure. idea because you're, you're not far from the ground. The idea of being close to the ground is like appealing to me with this idea. Just want to be like rude. Just be like, hey, jetpack coming through. Yeah, put like FBI Got a on your thing, go over yeah. protesters. Beep, beep, jetpack. Like in the Amazon, like the the primitive tribes that have never seen technology, like you could just above their, their arrows, yeah. Watch out for that tree. <laughs> <laughs> they would worship you. What there would you, you throw down at them? That's a good idea. <laughs> bread. I'd throw bread down. I'd throw food items <laughs> well, <there's laughs> to make it seem like I'm the bread angel. That. Yeah. I can't remember when it's from. Like maybe World War Two era. I don't know, but there was a a tribe like that. And planes flew over and dropped food and supplies to them. Yeah. And then and so they diseases. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tiffany, I like but, uh, that. They come, they come by boats. That'll happen. Worth it. <laughs> diseases the, come by boats. The tribe uh, ended up building like a, a plane, a little mini plane out of wood as like an offering, and they would light it on fire to try to bring the plane back. It's called Dude. a cargo oh, cult. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is, cargo cult. Nice. Yeah, the cargo cults. There's a that's photo. really fascinating that that's how they tried to summon it back. Yeah, it's, really, it's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, Power if you've never seen that shit before, fuck. You're going to do something to get it back, yeah. Well, like, I imagine, like, if fire. we ever encountered, you know, aliens that are way more technologically advanced, like, shit's just going to be magic, man. Like, yeah. At some point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like Waz said, we're going to make little machines that cook food in some far distant planet and then... Mm -hmm. The rest sorts itself out, and then like beam it right into our mouths. There you go. Now we're now we're talking. That looks like a space shuttle. Whoa! That's oh cool. yeah, that's the one they built. Yeah. That's one of them. The grass. And look at this uh, crazy satellite. Like what? how accurate that is, dude. How'd they do that? What it is it? It looks like sticks and hay, and it yeah. looks like uh, the large, um, very large array. Yeah. In New Mexico. That's dope. I didn't know there was there was that one. What is look that? Look at these. Why uh, they this person that? has a. Like fake 3D goggles, just for cool to look cool. Like mm. they have cool tech that's for pretend. Copy us. Yeah. Those 3D goggles are hilarious. They're just. They have like cell tech. phones made of hay or what? Yeah, look at this plane. That's a better phone. Better, better one. What is that's that created saucer. Wood. That's a Burning Man. Oh, here's a wood. <laughs> that's a wood Nokia. There you go. Nice. Look at this cargo called Segway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a style of like just making shit out of, <laughs> out of the twigs. Like everything's 
That's that's pretty awesome. Future steampunk. Huh? Oh, this boat fall over. Oh my god. That's, that's expensive. That's, that's yeah. There's like uh, there was an oil tanker that's like sinking somewhere. It probably sunk by now. Poor guy. It was like in the process of slowly sinking. Oh my god. So much Burning Man stuff came up. Hell yeah. <laughs> What'd you search? Cargo call. You heard it here first. Burning Man <coughs> is. <laughs> Breaking news Burning Man is a cult. <laughs> Love it. Duh. All right. right. What'd you think? Cult of hippies, right? Yeah, dude. It's kind of. Damn hippies. All right. What do we got? So we found. Some people found a ton of mummies. Mm. Whoa, hell of mummies? Yeah, like 59 coffins. Whoa. In a necropolis they found like they some hidden door or some shit is there any juice in any of these mummies? that's exactly why i picked this article mm-hmm. because i want to know if there's there fucking is. mummy juice yeah of course there's mummy juice man no it's <laughs> not often that like sewage seeps into mummies they usually close them up better at least that. one of those has do mummy you guys juice, remember the mummy juice do you guys remember no. the mummy yeah, juice Tutankhamun, right no uh, no it was way more recent we covered it on the show if you search mummy on the search box in the bottom of greasingconversation.com you'll find it uh, so this mummy, maybe it was common related, uh, mummy juice. There's an NY post. So, uh, this sarcophagus was found, see this, and, uh, there's this juice in it and people were trying to make bets on drinking it and bathing yeah. in it, but it's sewage that got in with the mummy. It's not fun. Yeah. It's gross. You'd be so strong. You get superpowers. Mummy juice. You get super diseases. Mummy juice. Wait, it, Mummy juice. Do you think like back in the day there was at least a few people that they tried to mummify that weren't dead all the oh. way and then they like came back and that's where like the curse of the Definitely. mummy. That had to that had to be like yeah. the origin of the curse of the mummy, man. You broke the case. I like that. Oh gnarly. That had to be back it though, you know, like I'm sure it happened at least once, man. You yeah. can murder someone. Oh, they were dead. And uh, <laughs> yeah. this person's totally dead. And you're just wrapping them up. And they're you're like, taking yeah, a nap. Let me out. Hurry up. They're dead. <laughs> Dude, back then, like, if you're smart enough, I don't know. Back then, just every. I can't even imagine how much we've grown over 2,000 years to civilize and, you know. We but, might not be able to understand free will with science. Yeah, this is this is my jam, dude. I'm, you know, I'm always about like free will. Uh, so it seems like a basic thing because we all feel like we have free will, and it seems like common sense. Mm-hmm. But it's <laughs> it's not necessarily clear that that's the case. Uh, there's like tons of philosophical and scientific debates around it, but it's basically like the idea of determinism is real. Like if everything's already predetermined in some manner, mm-hmm. like there's just so many. Uh, forces, I guess you could say, that are uh, dictating the future just from effects of the past. Are like it, it, it could it, be possible. Okay, is there more evidence for determinism or free will, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm of the opinion that like it's probably half and half. I feel like we have some free will, but I also feel like free will is just a rationalization for things that our brain just does. Like, we've all felt like we were on like, multi- or autopilot yeah. And then, like, after you're like, why was I doing this shit? Like, you weren't even thinking about it at yeah. all. Like, yeah. what if you just, what if your brain just does that all the time, but just makes you think 
you're that you're thing. that you're thinking of shit. You know, like yeah. that's a possibility. That's scary. I had that thought or this thought the other day that you're completely limited actually by. The brain is very limited. You have so many biases and um, narratives that you tell yourself, and you're kind of locked in a narrative, and it's very hard to escape. Yeah, that's tr that's another point too. Yeah. So and there's like scientific experiments they've done where they test people to like tap on a button or like raise a finger when they see something on a screen, and uh, there's areas of the brain that like send that signal before that decision is made. Weird. And it's only like it's only like you know microseconds or whatever. It's not a very long time. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but it does show that like the brain decides stuff any, yeah. without you. It don't, like you don't have to be consciously aware of uh, your brain deciding stuff. Hmm. So. Yeah, but you'll always rationalize it in post, because yeah. of parallel thought. One part of your brain doing something, the other parts are like they're on board, so they're gonna assume that you wanted that thing done and come up with rationalizations for it. <coughs> Because I, I had this I idea for, like, a, a story or something, but it was, like, what if uh, our bodies, like, the, the part of our brain that controlled our bodies was always on autopilot and just did things instinctually, and the part that was part of our consciousness was just, like, along for the ride. Like, you could never control it, so you're just, like, just trapped in a body that's doing shit, you know? I don't know. Yeah. What would that body be doing? Any? I don't know. Like, imagine, well, just, like, about, like, uh, building shit, just, like... Body's building a house and you're just sitting there like, yeah. why am I doing this? What That'd the fuck? Nice Someone help me. If you could, kind of like, weird. Eating pizza. Right? Yeah, eating pizza. I can't stop eating pizza. Sci-fi novel. Pizza's gone. I must have. I must. Have. There's I a, did it again. There's a cool <laughs> uh, movie called Upgrade mm -hmm. that came out a few. That's like it uses like technology and kind of explores this idea, um, but it's fucking dope. Definitely. Yeah, I heard it. of that actually. No, yeah, it's one of like the best movies I've seen in the last couple years for sure. Sci-fi violence, man. Gotta love it. What else do we have so we can cram in at this last tale? And we gotta... Uh, uh, what's the, there's, okay, so there's spaghettification. Sound like you're gonna say spaghetti. Oh, spaghettification of what? a star in a black hole. So it's... it's uh, The idea is that like, the gravity of a black hole is so dense that like once you cross a certain area, like the gravity is just gonna start pulling whatever it is. Uh, slowly, but then there's going to be the body of whatever it is still not getting sucked in yet. Uh, and also, like, time dilation, all that shit. But they found evidence of a star uh, being spaghettified into a black hole. And they've also discovered that in doing that, it, like, ejects a ton of energy and obscures what's happening. So that's probably the reason why we haven't seen anything like that before. But, yeah, it's dope. So spaghetti star yeah mom spaghetti man spaghettification dude yeah what a metal name <laughs> yeah it's a it's a gnarly concept like if you think about like a person like just part of your toe gets sucked in like a thin you know who can even imagine what that feels like isn't and there a joke religion too like you worship the spaghetti monster or whatever. oh yeah, yeah that's about the flying the flying, flying spaghetti monster spaghetti monster absolutely <laughs> just to challenge Here's one for you, Tiff. The winners of the 2020 Nikon Small World Competition revealed. Small World Competition. Also, I know you're in that Nikon club. So it's tiny pictures, colorful creatures. Yeah, were these all like bioluminescent? I, I think they are. Dude. It's just tiny There's stuff. There's a whole... Um, Look at that weird bird. It's got a weird beak. RIT. Um, What's with the beak on this bird, Brian? Dude. Why is its uh -huh. beak all curly? This bird's it's like weird. Nails. It's a bug, isn't you know it? I mean? 
It's like a curly yeah, bird. Like a, that's a bug. It's got a curly face. Yeah, that's a moss moth with a proboscis. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like a proboscis. Lots it's of a legs, biomed bird. program at RIT, the school I went to. And this it's fella. pretty dope. That's uh, what you do. What's biomed? Uh, biomed photography. You just do mm. this. Yeah. <laughs> Biological and medical. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. This fella looks like a little elephant. Like What's either. with this weird elephant? Is it? Well, I've never seen bugs before. I don't. Is it fairly? <laughs> is it fairly difficult to do that as far as like photography is concerned? Uh, it's all microscopes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. that's gnarly. This one, it's like yeah. That's what I look like, man. That's what I look like as a little. <laughs> Me in the morning <laughs> before my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, this one this one is a dope one too. And talk about while you're looking at that, researchers were able to store and move light. What? A small, a very small, like a particle of light. What they did is they trapped light into a quantum cloud. What? They made a, a like a little cloud of a certain particle. And they said rubidium. Look at this dope jukebox here. It's got like a hall of mirrors. Yeah. So they're able to like, they were only able to, to trap the light and move it like 1.2 millimeters. Which is like doesn't seem like a lot, but you're talking more about than like one millimeter. Yeah, yeah more, more than, than nothing. One. I mean, trapping it in the first place is uh, yeah. difficult, I'm sure, and then moving it at all, and then releasing it so it continues on its way, is a pretty difficult thing to do, I imagine. But it does have applications for like quantum computers and shit, quantum Quant networks. Tom. Yeah, man. Yep. It's all so about that. Is it plug time? Yeah. Time for plugs. Plug away. I know we plugged a lot of stuff, but you guys get plug your final again. plug moment now. We've been here four hours. I love it. Yeah, RadioVegas.rocks. Four hours is a blink in the pan. Feeling stronger than ever. For what we got live. We've got human beings on the microphone, curating music, fully licensed, so the artists get their royalties. We can't do it without our sponsor support. You can be part of a community. You can tell your friends. It's growing, it's clubhouse. It's just a jolly old good time. Yeah, nice little family of people that like to talk into microphones. At people yeah. that like to listen to people yeah. talking into. What if we were? What if we were all actually like robots, like the Chuck E. Cheese band? You guys aren't. Brian's definitely a robot. I've yeah. seen. Under I'm definitely <laughs> a robot too. Yeah. That's why I try so I'm hard to you, fit man. in. Yeah. I'm with you, Doc. I'm like, yeah, we're human, right? Robot time. Humor. Yeah. I got. I went to a little smack him in the crotch and it was just like cold just wires. hard metal <laughs> just wires yeah, short wires too They're not very <laughs> it was like it was like a cameo's cop piece <laughs> oh, oh man it's like a resistor or whatever you know not very i don't know not a lot down there but yeah you know it's not all bad being wires being in the chuck e cheese band it's not it's all true. bad being wires. It's not, you know. <laughs> it's just a, it's a sort of spaghettification <laughs> of what you'd think. Exactly. Of a robot. Yeah. So, the infamous red cod piece is it like durable? I love Cameo. What oh, yeah. Cameo? Oh, that website where you. No, I'm talking uh, about the band Cameo. Ah, uh, yeah, they didn't have like one hit. No, dude. They, no, they had, had a few. Legacy. They were funky, my man. Bad, my Cameo bad. is funky as yeah, fuck. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Wow, this is getting NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> they also, nice. uh, 
Weren't they, they, I think they did the, the song in um, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Oh, God. That that robot. I like your oh. booty, but I'm not gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> dude, Aqua Teen is on a whole other level of right? humor, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude. I had to revisit that. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> That movie. Sit down and eat your pizza. And I went and saw that movie. That oh, yeah, dude. The right, intro song. Yeah. Neil Pert, R.I.P. R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. man. Recent. Old oh, Spanish hey, fly. Uh, the artist formerly known as Bobby Pesty has gotten married. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Congrats. And congratulations on redefining your name. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas. Hats off to you, Thomas Francis. Loney. 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 Powerful. So, on that note, that's how we send you off. It's bound to happen sooner or later. Get out of here, you scamps. Please tell some friends and help us build this and stay involved. Keep making it better along with us. Uh, Insta, YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, you know, the, the iTunes is what I'm trying to say. iTunes, Spotify, reviews. Those are hard to get. Uh, listen back and stay tuned. RadioVegas.rocks. Peace.